and welcome to the Brothers Grimm Lunch Break. I'm Eric Wagoner. Today I'll be reading The Poor Man and the Rich Man. In olden times, when the Lord was still walking upon the earth among mortals, he happened to grow tired, and night descended before he could reach an inn. Two houses were standing in front of him, just opposite one another. The large and beautiful one belonged to a rich man, while the small and shabby one belonged to a poor man. I'm sure I won't be a burden to the rich man, thought the Lord, so I'll spend the night at his place. When the rich man heard someone knocking at his door, he opened the window and asked the stranger who he was and what he wanted. I'd like to have a night's lodging, answered the Lord. The rich man examined the traveler from head to toe, and since the Lord was dressed very simply and did not look like he had much money in his pockets, he shook his head and said, I can't put you up. My rooms are full of herbs and seeds. If I were to put up everyone who knocked at my door, then I'd soon have to go out begging for myself. Look for a place somewhere else. With that, he slammed the window shut and left the Lord standing there. So the Lord turned around and went across the street to the small house. No sooner had he knocked than the poor man already had the door open and asked the traveler to enter. Stay the night with me, he said. It's already dark, and you won't be able to go much further tonight. The Lord was pleased to hear that, and he entered the house. The poor man's wife welcomed him by shaking his hand. She told him to make himself feel at home and to feel free to use anything they had, even though they did not have much. Whatever they had, he could gladly have. Then she put potatoes on the fire, and while they were cooking, she milked the goat so that they would have at least a little milk with a meal. When the table had been set, the Lord sat down and ate with them, and he enjoyed the meager repast because there were grateful faces around him. When they had eaten and it was time to go to bed, the wife whispered to her husband, Listen, dear husband, let's make up a bed of straw for ourselves tonight so that the poor traveler can sleep in our bed and rest. He's been traveling the whole day and is probably very tired. Good idea, he answered. I'll go and offer it to him. And he went to the Lord and told him that, if he did not mind, he could sleep in their bed and give his limbs a proper rest. The Lord did not want to take the old couple's bed, but they insisted until he finally took their bed and lay down in it. Meanwhile, they made a bed of straw for themselves and lay on the ground. The next morning they were up before daybreak and cooked breakfast for their guest as well as they could manage. When the sun began to shine through the little window, and the Lord stood up, he ate with them again, and got set to continue his journey. As he was standing in the doorway, he turned around and said, Because you are so kind and good, I am going to grant you three wishes, and they shall indeed be fulfilled. There is nothing I want more than eternal salvation, said the man, and also that we stay healthy and get our daily bread as long as we wish. As for the third thing, I don't know what to wish. Don't you want to wish for a new house in place of this one? asked the Lord. Oh, yes, said the man. I'd certainly be pleased if I could have that as well. Right before his departure, the Lord gave them his blessings once more, fulfilled their wishes, and turned the old house into a new one. When the rich man got up, it was broad daylight. As he looked out his window toward the other side of the road, he saw a clean new house with a red tile roof instead of the old shack that used to be there. His eyes popped wide open, and he called his wife. Can you tell me what's going on? he asked. 
Just yesterday there was a dumpy house standing there, and today there's this new beautiful one. Run over and find out what happened. His wife went over and asked the poor man, who told her, Last night a traveler came by looking for a night's lodging, and right before his departure this morning he granted us three wishes, eternal salvation, good health, and our daily bread for the rest of our lives, and lastly, a beautiful new house in place of our old shack. The rich man's wife hurried back and told her husband what had happened. Then the man said, I'd like to beat myself to a pulp. If I had only known. The stranger came to our house first and wanted to spend the night with us, but I turned him away. Hurry, said his wife, and get on your horse. Perhaps you can still catch up to the man and get him to grant you three wishes too. The rich man followed her good advice, galloped off on his horse, and managed to catch up with the Lord. He used sweet talk with the Lord and begged him not to take it amiss that he had not let him into his house right away. He had gone to look for the door key, but the stranger had disappeared in the meantime. The rich man assured him that, if he passed by again, he would find a place to stay at his house. Very well, said the Lord. If I come back again, I shall stay with you. Then the rich man asked him whether he also could have three wishes, like his neighbor. The Lord said yes, but that they would not turn out well for him, and it might be best if he refrained from wishing for anything. The rich man disagreed and asserted that he would be able to choose something to make him happy if he knew for certain that the wishes would be fulfilled. Ride home, said the Lord. The three wishes you make shall be fulfilled. Now the rich man had what he wanted, so he rode home and began to contemplate what he should wish for. As he was thus steeped in thought, he let the reins drop, and the horse began jumping so much that his thoughts were continually disturbed and he could not collect them. He patted the horse on its neck and said, Calm down, Lizzie. But the horse kept on bouncing up and down. Finally, he got so annoyed that he lost his patience. I wish you'd break your neck, he exclaimed. As soon as he had said that, he was thrown to the ground, and the horse lay dead as a doornail. Thus, the first wish was fulfilled. Since the rich man was greedy by nature, he did not want to leave the saddle behind. So he cut it off, swung it over his back, and proceeded on foot. You've got two wishes left, he thought, and consoled himself with that. As he went walking through the sand under the blazing noonday sun, he got hot and surly. The saddle rested heavily on his back, and he was having a great deal of trouble thinking of a wish. If I wished for all the riches and treasures of the world, he said to himself, I'm sure that I'd think of all sorts of other things later on. There'll be this and that, but I'm not going to fix things so that I'll cover every wish that one could possibly make. Then he sighed and said, If only I were that Bavarian farmer who also had three wishes, he'd know what to do. First he'd wish for a lot of beer, then as much beer as he could drink, and finally a whole barrel of beer. Sometimes he thought he had finally come upon a good wish, but afterward it always seemed to be too little. Along the way, he began thinking about how easy his wife had it at home, where she was probably in a cool room and enjoying a fine meal. Just the thought of that annoyed him so much that, before he knew it, he blurted out, I wish she were sitting on this saddle at home and couldn't get off, instead of my carrying it on my back. And, just as the last word left his lips, the saddle vanished from his back, and he realized that his second wish had been fulfilled.
He became so hot now that he began to run. He was looking forward to sitting down alone in his room, where he could think of something great for his last wish. However, when he arrived home and opened the door to the living room, his wife was sitting on the saddle in the middle of the room. Since she could not get off, she was screaming and complaining. Bear with it, he said. I'm going to get you all the riches in the world with my wish. Just stay where you are. However, she yelled at him, What good are all the riches in the world to me if I have to sit on this saddle? You wished me up here, and now you'd better get me off. Whether he liked it or not, he had to use the third wish to get her off the saddle and rid of it. His wish was fulfilled at once, and so he got nothing but irritation, trouble, and abuse from the wishes, and lost a horse in the bargain. On the other hand, the poor people spent their lives happily, peacefully, and devoutly until they reached their blissful end. The End The Brothers Grimlinch Break is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives License. Download it and share it all you'd like, but don't change it or sell it. The translations used are copyright Jack Zipes and are used with permission. His collected translations, The Complete Fairy Tales of the Brothers Grimm, is available on the media of your choice from Bantam Books. The music is Mount Timbrel by Jamie Janover off his All Strings Considered album, available on magnatune.com. If you'd like to listen to any of the other tales, you can find them on our website, grimlunch.org, where you can also leave comments or subscribe through iTunes. And if you're in iTunes, would you mind leaving a review or clicking on stars to give this podcast a rating? It helps other people find the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Thank you.